You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to In a Perfect World. In my last podcast, I explained how we can find wonderful cats in shelters at any age. But what do we do when we bring them home? How can these cats fit in when they aren't a kitten anymore? It's not like raising a kitten, is it? Or is it? I'm Pamela Merritt from The Way of Cats. I've taken in lots of older cats. Here's my tips and tricks for maximum cat harmony at any age. What should we expect when we bring a shelter cat home? What can we do to help our new cat settle in? There seems to be lots of advice out there about kitten raising, but not a lot about how to make a more adult transition easier on both of us. A big consideration is whether or not we already have cats. In my podcast number nine, I examined some of my methods for merging a new, not a kitten, cat into an existing multiple cat situation. It's key to give our new cat their own territory, and then we can gradually merge the old with the new. At this point, I want to follow up on something I discussed last podcast, where I encourage some lucky someone to get a trio of delightful girl cats from Chicago. If we have a cat or multiple cats already, we should consider cat social units. Getting two cats at a time creates a more harmonious atmosphere as the two new cats band together in their shared territory. When they approach the other cat's territory as this social unit, they are less likely to be seen as an interloper and get a less than warm welcome. Interlopers tend to be single. Two cats, well, that's more of a diplomatic mission. If we have a single shy gamma or an older cat without much social contact, yes, this will seem like an invasion. But even then, as when I advise people to get two kittens, not one, these two cats can amuse each other and leave our loner cat alone. If we are drawn to a particular cat in the shelter and they have a buddy, bring the buddy along too. This will ensure we have social cats in our civilization, which will make future acquisitions that much smoother and easier. When we bring our new cat home, let's make that new home small at first. Even if they are to be an only cat, they're going to want to explore and learn this space. If they can do this quickly and with confidence, it's a big boost to their sense of security. Turning them loose in a big house full of dogs and people and other cats means they are going to want to perform the environment shrinking trick all by themselves by hiding somewhere. Always keep in mind that our new cat or cats will be experiencing a radical change in their environment. They are also old enough to think about that. We aren't adopting a kitten who has very little clue what anything means. We have a cat who has been processing events and developing their personality, whatever stage they might be at when we bring them home. But this is great because we can also observe them and start to pick up on how they process information and how they react to it. We know our home is so much better than the shelter, but we should not act like our new cat will instantly understand that all their problems have been solved. Cats do appreciate the upgrade, but with their characteristic caution and their deep need to understand their territory, they can often act in ways we might not expect. We should treat them like they are on their first day at a new job, which, you know, they are. Just like us, our new cat is eager to make a good impression, uncertain of the rules, and anxious about making mistakes. So discuss things with them, tell them what is going on, and wherever we are, give them a tour. 
Wherever the litter box, meal area, and sleeping place are in either territory, we point them out. We should explain it to them and exclaim over the wonderful qualities of each in our best real estate salesperson way. Remember, if we are happy and pleased about these things, our new cat will feel reassured. They will say to themselves, at least they have this part right, and take this gesture as a friendly and nurturing one. Above all, let our new cat make first moves. Remember that we have an information edge in our encounters. We know that we have the best intentions. The cat might not, depending on prior experience. Our new cat might be cautious, wary of everything, and even hide for a few days. But this doesn't show anything about the cat, except how they react to having their whole life uprooted and rearranged within a few hours. Even the most marginal situation is more stable than that. Give them time to settle in. Don't jump to conclusions about how our new cat is coping over the first few days. He doesn't want to be held. She's going to be shy. We picked the wrong cat. Would we want our new boss to base their evaluation of our new career on our own first few days on the job while we are still learning where everything is, figuring out relationships, and trying to find the bathroom? Show our new cat or cats that we know what we are doing by leaving them alone to explore at their own pace. We trust them. I sometimes get frantic messages. Where's that cute, funny, friendly cat I adopted? Relax. The cat we encountered in the shelter was the real cat, but they were operating from a known territory. We were the ones in their territory, weren't we? Now, that part of the cat is being hidden for safety while they evaluate all this new information. They need to grow into their new space. Just another reason we should consider making that space small for them at first. Let them give us cues about how they want to expand and when. Cats derive their all-important confidence from knowing their territory and successfully anticipating what happens in it. So when we take them from a known site to an unknown site, the cat doesn't know enough about the new site to see the upgrade right away. All they know is, I don't know much about this place. And remember, when it comes to cats, what they don't know, they don't know they like. This also depends on the kind of cat we've chosen. I've had cats stroll into my house like they have a top hat on. This is lovely, I'll take it. Now where is that waiter? I'd like sardines for dinner. The least helpful thing we can do at this stressful time is broadcast anxiety or try to overcompensate. Trying to coax the same behavior out of the cat that we saw at the shelter, acting distressed over our choice, or dragging the cat out from under furniture to show how nice we are sends all the wrong signals. Such behavior says, you aren't the cat I thought you were. I'm not the person you thought I was. If we are calm and relaxed, our cat feels like we understand them. Of course they will love it here, is what we want to say with our actions. Showing we are upset only adds to the stress the cat is experiencing. This, in turn, lengthens the time they will need to reset their minds in this new environment. Don't make the classic mistake of assuming that just because information is in our own head, it exists that way in everybody's head. We have a hard enough time with other adults speaking English, don't we? Our cat will do amazingly well, considering we are two separate species who don't necessarily share a language. Happy and accepting is our best move towards friendship. 
I have a ton of cat advice in my ebook, Cat 911. Speak our cat's care language and avoid behavior problems on Kindle and PDF download. Don't hide. I'll be back with more in a perfect world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a six inch tray for large bowls and a four inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back talking about our new cat. Here's where we start seeing the benefits of a pre-built cat. Getting a kitten is a lot like kit building. Some people find such drawn-out detail lots of fun. Others find it frustrating and want to jump to the good stuff. Even though our new cat might take a few days or even weeks to adjust, we will still get a working cat relationship much sooner than if we started with a kitten. It works the other way, too. If we want the lively goofiness of kittens, we can be surprised at how long it can linger, even if we get a cat who is already a teenager. It takes a long time to bake this particular cake. We should also remember what cat type our new cat is and how this will affect their adjustment. This is much easier to ascertain when our cat has a bit of maturity, and it will also help a great deal with our getting-to-know-you phase. My third podcast is all about cat types, but the short version is that there are three categories, alpha, beta, and gamma. Hopefully, you made an informed choice because they have very different personalities, attitudes, learning curves, and care distinctions. Gamma cats are shy, sweet, and take a long time to adjust to new things. They are detail-oriented and sensitive to change. Their cat type is going to be the most tentative about their new surroundings and the most dependent on us to help them through it. Gamma types are very environmentally oriented, so switching homes is very traumatic for them. My smoke puff was very gamma. When we rearranged the living room to accommodate a new couch, he wouldn't enter the room for two weeks. Beta cats are more socially oriented. Their environment is important, as it is to all cats. But if they have an emotional link to a being in the new environment, they are halfway home already. If we bring home two betas who are already bonded, they will take a new environment in good spirits. They actively seek out companionship and bonding from their new people, and so they require the most attention from their new humans. Alpha cats usually have the quickest adjustment because their idea of environment is how many levers to pull and buttons to push does it contain? Alphas will get so excited about exploring these new experimental possibilities that they can be ready to leave their containment room in about five minutes. We should have the premises kitten-proof for an alpha, no matter what their calendar age might be. They stay kittens the longest. 
We also need to be aware that our used cat might have abandonment issues. Every time they change environments, they can become extra wary, even depressed. The more our new cat was capable of love, the more cruelly they will feel loss. We then see a dulled, withdrawn cat, just when we expect a happy one. Do not let this reaction discourage us. They are hidden gems. After all, this cat cared enough to mourn, a fine endorsement of the devotional depths they are capable of. With any cat, we can start building bridges between us by giving them something of their own and making a fuss over the presentation. It can be a toy, a little pillow, or a small stuffed animal. Fabric toys are especially suitable for rubbing on our hair or the back of our neck to pick up our scent. Refer to this object as Desmond's toy or Wanda's baby bear. Gift it to the cat by presenting it to them when they are napping or playing in their new space. It can then be taken to the bigger space and become a security object for them. But at first, make a point of putting their toy in a spot they have already shown an interest in. Anytime we want to start engaging with our new cat, we can use this object to focus their attention and signal our interest. This portable, identifiable, and easily tracked object can be our stand-in as our new cat or cats ponders their changed situation. We can use it like a laser pointer works during a slideshow to make a point or serve as a reminder or draw their attention to something. Remember, if we got two cats, they should each get a special toy. Our explanatory tours of the house never need to be exhaustive. Even one feature can be enough at first if our cat seems overwhelmed. Take advantage of the mature cat's abilities to understand their needs and their strong curiosity about how those needs will be handled. Show them their bowls and their litter, of course, but also show them a window that has interesting views or that corner of the couch where we've already draped a throw to make it even softer. If there is something our present cats like, say there will be sharing and friends in their future. Even if our new cat isn't as good at understanding our words as they will become, they always appreciate a cheerful tone and evidence of effort. This is how we will show our desire for them to be comfortable and happy. It will help them start putting together our words and our actions. Seeing us in action is enjoyable for them all by itself. They will be observing everything at first, building up their plans and their confidence as they fit into our home. By doing narration of what we are doing when we go about our routine, we create opportunities to point out where new cat can fit themselves into it. If we make a point of saying goodbye to them when we leave and hello when we return, we show them we care about their presence. If we are going to be in one place for a while, let them know. Try to entice them to join us with verbal encouragement, paddings of sofa cushions, and an announced treat time. Make their playtime, dinner time, and bedtime clear and recognizable events by signaling them beforehand. We shouldn't allow these routines to be disrupted too often at this getting-to-know-you stage. If we are going to be late and these happy events will be truncated or out of their usual order, a heads-up would be appreciated by the cat, who will be looking forward to them. This will let our cat anticipate, and they love that. Discovering routines is a cat joy. The best thing we can do for our new cat is help them understand their new world. Demonstrating how it works is one way. Signaling routines and showing our cat we care about them is another. 
we can also show that we care if our cat has a preference, whether that is preferring the wand toy to the fake mousie or hiding under the bed for the first few days instead of jumping right into the middle of things. Remember, let them set their own pace. Do we know the many ways to make friends with our new cat? Seek out the wayofcats.com slash blog and discover all my helpful articles about how to do just that. Don't run away. I'll be back with tips about living in a perfect world. We'll be right back after a short pause. I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back, talking about meshing our new cat with our existing life. If this is the first time we have adopted an adult cat, prepare to be surprised. They are very different from kittens. Instead of cluelessly bumbling about, getting into trouble, they will act, in the words of one of my blog readers, as though they went to charm school. Because of the vagaries of fate, our new cat could have had a previously lovely home collapse around them through no fault of their own, as I discussed in my previous podcast, number 13. So they were most likely raised with love. So very often... They might already know what to leave alone, how to ask for things, and how to evaluate our own words and gestures. This is not a blank slate. This is not a cat with problems. This is a lovely cat, after all, we picked them out, who is a refugee. They are fleeing a regime collapse, you might say. The only thing wrong with them is that they are homeless, which is not their fault, and we've taken care of that now. So they know what all the things in our house mean. They know what humans do. They just don't know us yet. They are going to show off a little for us. They will show off their manners, and they will show off their knowledge of humans. If we have adopted a savvy, basically secure cat, prepare to be gamed. Prepare to act surprised and pleased when we catch unexpected sight of our cat. They might have been observing when we make our pit stops after bedtime and will show up in the hallway to greet us. Maybe they will be lying on our car keys by the front door. So we have to interact with them to begin our day. Act quietly thrilled when they do things like this. Because this is our new cat saying, I love you. Cats are not the jumping up and down demonstrative fools that are dogs and small children. Especially not cats with a bit of dignity and sense. So when our cat figures us out and gets there first, it is a profound gesture of trust and friendship. We should respond the same way. Surprise them with a new dinnertime flavor, a new toy, or starting a treat ritual. If we can, do something just for them in their new favorite spot. Our adult cat will create moments where we can discover them so they can gauge our sincerity. When we happily talk about how we love to see them, and say we appreciate the effort they have made, we show we get it. 
We are sensitive enough to understand they can't risk overt gestures just yet. We are suitably flattered, happy, and welcoming. This is how we can encourage our new cat towards their own realization that we are, after all, worthy. If our cat does have problems adjusting, it might not be our cat. It might be our expectations. We cannot make external assumptions about their age or abilities. We cannot proceed based on their size or what the vet told us their age is. Unless they are very old or very young, cats are difficult to figure out. Because it's not the years, it's the mileage. My elderly cat, James Bond, is 89 human years, but both his vets pegged him much younger than that. While I have adopted cats, a vet confidently decided was over a year old, except they weren't done growing, as he or she said. I'm sure these cats were over a year old, but when they showed up for a checkup doubled in size, the vet would be surprised. I wasn't. Cats have the extraordinary ability to put their growth on hold when circumstances turn difficult. When they are very young, tough sledding will accelerate their growth, which also can throw a veterinarian. I had a vet who felt a cat was too young to be neutered when the cat in question was toting a matched set of bowling balls. I also had a kitten impregnated cat when I was told he was too young. This kind of disconnect between what we are seeing and what the cat's true reality might be can be crucial. It has led me to go only by their behavior. This has many advantages. If a cat acts clueless and impulsive like a kitten, we should treat them like a kitten. They can be an adult alpha or a kitten who's had a rough time and looks older than they truly are. Likewise, if a cat acts measured in their thinking and cautious of their dignity, treat them more like an adult. They could be a grown-up kitten or they could be a gamma cat at a young age. At this point, it doesn't matter. By letting their behavior guide us, we are not acting from wrong assumptions. We are treating the cat as they are asking to be treated. We can see this cat grow in front of our eyes as they move from frightened and insecure to confident and mature. And it can only take weeks because we don't know exactly how old or how developed this cat might be. And it doesn't matter. I think the old saying, cats have nine lives, came from the cat's amazing healing powers. Cats can overcome very serious injuries with the power of their purr, which vibrates on a healing frequency between 20 and 140 hertz. That's science. I think cats also have great mental strength, too. Yes, they feel adversity very deeply. Yet these same qualities are what will help the cat regain their confidence and their peace of mind if they have the proper understanding and support. I recently got a letter from a reader about their adult cat adoption. They knew someone whose male black cat had been having a very hard time since the children arrived. He spent all his time hiding from them. The people wanted to rehome him, yet knew that a shy black cat in a shelter would have a very low chance of appealing to anyone. My reader and her boyfriend decided they would try taking him on. They renamed him Byron, after Lord Byron the poet, because all he did was brood and hide and howl in sadness late at night. My reader had been raised with cats, but her boyfriend had never had pets. So she asked him to read about 20 of my posts on how to make friends. And they both put these plans into action, 
lying on the floor near his hiding spots, talking sweetly to Byron, trying all the tricks I outline in my blog, like holding out a fist to show we aren't trying to grab anyone. Just exchanging touches, just being friendly. They did this for several days, while the cat wouldn't groom or eat or respond. And then he stretched out a paw. From across the room, my reader stretched out a hand, as though to meet him halfway. As she says, it was like a switch had been flipped. Byron began grooming himself and eating and interacting. Within a couple of weeks, he was acting like a normal cat. And now, she says, he's the best buddy anyone could ever ask for. She says he purrs like a Chevy engine, cuddles all the time, and is part of all their activities. And her boyfriend? She says he has never looked back. He talks to the cat. He plays with the cat. He sleeps with the cat. He's been utterly converted. Byron is our best little friend, our third musketeer. Everyone is happy. In far less time than it would take to raise a kitten to adolescence, this sweet couple has a fully developed and really wonderful cat relationship with what sounds like a marvelous cat. All it took was patience and knowing how to speak cat. I hope Byron's story has helped my listeners realize that cats do come in all sizes and ages and phases of development, and we can make friends with them at any of these times. People don't adopt not kittens because they think they cannot connect with not kittens, that these cats are not reachable, and they will not be able to form a good relationship with them. But that is not true. Cats are not mysterious. Once we get to know them, once we know how to make friends, once we decide to open our home and our heart. So look up PetFinder.org in your next browsing session, put in your zip code, and find out what adult cats are in your area, just waiting to connect. Matchmaking works for people and cats, too. They both start with curiosity, and then commitment, and then happiness. Tune in next time for more about creating happiness in a perfect world. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.